0: So, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Night Final Destination. I am your gracious host, Felix Diaz. And what um, it's time to be alive. I always joke and say that, but in reality, um, I just want to let you guys know that I am super, super stoked for 2020. I know it sounds cliche and it might sound corny, but a lot of people, uh, you know, they want us to do amazing things. And when I say we, I'm talking about myself and to the audience and to the listeners. Um, Today was a tough workout at SoFit Athletics. Uh, shout out to the gym that I go to. Um, I just started CrossFit, so I'm not, a, like, no way, shape, or, like, I just don't have it in me, like, you know, coming from high school, being a quarterback and playing football, being somewhat athletic enough to play that position and, and um, you know, go on to play arena football, win a regional championship here in Florida. Like, you know, as an athlete, I told myself, like, I have what it takes, you know, like I have what it takes to do all these things and and accomplish all these things that I want to accomplish. But um, every time I go into uh, our CrossFit gym, I'm really, really getting worked. Like I can remember times where, you know, and I'm going to name drop some people, Damian Jones, Jamal Schumann, Cartrell Leggett, uh, Jacob O'Connell, like all these people, Brandon Bibbs, like all these people working out and being a super Falcon and maxing out and like doing all these things like so shout out to 71st falcons but like um you guys really 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 showed me what it was to be a super falcon like what it looked like to really push yourself to the limit of accomplishing major things, you know, uh, Jamal going to Elon University and Cartrell going to St. Augustine University. I mean, doing all these things and, and, um, you know, shout out to James Hopper, like people that really pushed me in high school that didn't know it at the time, because like we were all like a knit group of friends, but there was obviously differences and things like that. And we were young kids trying to, you know, accomplish that American dream as a high school kid to go play in the NFL in college. And, you know, that route and that journey wasn't the same for everyone. But I can say now as I go on to like, you know, social media and I look at my 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 teammates and my brothers that I that I grew to, to love throughout those four years of high school um, and seeing them do different things and, and great things, you know, from owning a business to traveling to, you know, uh, adult mentorship, um, you know, small business. I mean, you name it, like these guys are doing incredible things. Fatherhood, like it's just incre- it's incredible to see you guys do these amazing things and. You know, this year was a little different for me. I said I was going to pick a word instead of a resolution, like, oh, I'm going to lose all this weight in 90 days. Like, that's a goal. But like, I wanted to use the word consistency. But you know what? If you've listened to a couple of my other podcasts, you will know that I have said consistency many times before. So there was other episodes where I said consistency and dedication and all this other stuff. But like, this is going to be consistency 2.0. So what that 2.0 means is that every single day, I'm going to take one step forward, regardless of the size of that step, whether it's a really small step or a gigantic, huge step in doing something incredible or inspiring, right? So um, while I'm on the subject of of fitness, I want to dig into this a little bit more and tell you guys kind of where I am with that. So um, 2020, um, you know, I've told myself and my wife and, and shout out to my wife, man, what an incredible woman to have in your corner, uh, you know, business owner of 10 years, dedicated mother, dedicated wife, uh, patient wife, understanding wife, and a motivational wife that pushes me to stay consistent throughout my journey and throughout the trials and tribulation that I face in every season of my life. She is there. And um, during this fitness so to speak journey that I'm, that I'm taking that I want to live a better lifestyle to be able to run around with my daughter and you know hang out with my friends for a long time and live you know any day it could be the day that you are called to heaven and that it is the last day so if I'm on earth every single day this year I'm going to make one small step towards my fitness goals and I'm going to push myself to a limit that like I can say hey I'm either going to quit or I'm going to continue to push myself that hopefully someone logs onto this podcast and says, Hey man, you got to go listen to that Felix guy. He's pushing me to do things that I normally wouldn't do because I'm afraid of the people that are, that are going to judge me. I'm afraid of failing. I'm afraid of doing something incredible. And it's all, all, all. In the middle of your head, like if you if you if you close your eyes and envision this, that little place right there, in, in, up top of your eyebrows, like in your brain, that split decision that's going to make you do some incredible things in 2020. I challenge you to go after it. Start that small business. Fail a couple times. Um, you know, if you're looking for a relationship, don't go out of re- go don't go look for a relationship. Go work on yourself. Heal first, and then from there. Explore the options that are that are going to start presenting themselves because God and the universe knows that it is your time to have those things that you're that you're dying to have, right? Um, and I know I'm kind of all over the place, but back to fitness. So I think about this all the time, right? I think about my journey to where I am now. I think about what that looked like, you know, five years ago, ten years ago, and. My brother-in-law, Michael, always says to me, you are in the season of life where everything is, is meant to be the way that you envisioned it, right? And if you know me uh, personally, um, y'all know my childhood wasn't the greatest. You know, my father was in prison. My mother raised me. We'd visit my dad in Central Prison, um, you know, and we would traveled to Virginia to go visit him, seeing my dad through the glass and asking him what were the jumpsuits and what they represented in that time. You know, as a seven-year-old, eight-year-old, 10-year-old, uh, up until I was 20 years old, you know, my father was in prison and I used to like think to myself as a small child, like, I, I got I to gotta walk a straight line, or if not, I'm going to end up in one of those colored jumpsuits, right? And this is not to go down and, and, to, and ask for a crutch, but these are things that I want to open up with in 2020 to people because I feel like I have to express myself, and I feel that I, I want to take this out um, and, and and explore and hear some feedback and 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 maybe connect with someone out there that may not have a father in their life right now, that the relationship isn't that great because mine isn't. My relationship with my father does not exist. I, I try to reach out to him. I want to write him a letter and say, hey, man, what can I do to rekindle this? What can I do to build a relationship in this next 10 years? Because, you know, we started in a new decade. I want to see what I can do to really push myself to build that relationship with him. You know, if you're in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and you listen to this podcast, if you see my dad say, hey, Mr. or Poppy or or Mr. Diaz or, uh, you know, uh, whatever you guys call him there, Poppy, whatever, like, hey, man, your son misses you, you know, I I I I don't know, uh, you know, it's tough because it hurts me, really it does, Um, that I see all the things that are going on in my split family, you know, with my mother being divorced and my dad and my sister not really having the best life that I know she can live, and then me, it's kind of like... I don't have it figured out and I don't want to come off as that way. Like, I know I post a lot of things in my family and, you know, places that we've moved into and the businesses and stuff like that, but I have my own things that I need to work on physically, mentally, spiritually. I know I have a lot to work, a lot of work to do, and I don't want people to have the misconception that it's all good because we all face things. I know I post a lot of things on social media, like the highlight reel of my life. And don't get me wrong, like, I am very thankful for my wife and her family and my daughter and my job and and my small business, by the Bay, and all the crazy ass ideas that I've ever created within my mind. You know, like, I'm I'm thankful for all those things. But at the end of the day, like, I don't want it to, to be all about Felix. I want it to be about how Felix impacted this person, how Felix impacted that person, how Felix's story and journey connected with thousands upon thousands of people and said, hey man, that guy right there, he wasn't here to be selfish. He was here to inspire. He was here to motivate. He was here to to tell his testimony on how he watched his dad shoot up heroin and watched him doze off in a bedroom. And he watched his mother uh, go to many, many countless days in in visiting my father in prison behind a glass window this is very very real and mental health is a real thing and I think as a man and in a man of color or a man of non you know white man black man Chinese man like we all have these mental things that may keep us grounded and 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 in a space of uncomfortability of sharing that with someone and I want you to know, man, that I'm one DM away, one private message away to connect with one of you guys that might be going through some shit that you're afraid to talk to, to a friend or a family member because you're afraid of them judging you. But in reality, I have been that kid that I was on antidepressants. I had to go see a therapist growing up. I visited my father in prison countless times behind glass, you know. Um did not having a father figure, you know, Bob Paroli being that father figure for me, like telling me that everything was going to be good, you know, getting divorced and thinking that that was the end of the road, you know, going out and partying, starting businesses that didn't work, hanging out with the wrong crowd. And now coming back to full circle at 30 years old, you know, about to turn 31 and say this next decade, I have to do something with my life that will impact my daughter and my wife, in a positive way for the rest of their lives. Because I'm used to people giving up on me. I'm used to marriages and relationships not lasting. I'm used to using that as a crutch to say it's okay to quit. When in reality, it's not okay to quit. It's not okay to give up on your spouse. It's not okay to give up on a job. It's not okay to give up on a small business. It's not okay to brush your goals and your dreams under the rug because you're afraid of what people are going to say or think about you that, that you want to push yourself to a limit that it that you know exists but it's just on that other uh, other side of the door where the door reads fear but you just have to walk through that door and say I'm here today I'm tying my shoes I'm 10 toes down and no one is going to take this away from me no one is gonna tell me I can't, and no one is gonna get in the way of me achieving all these things that I want to achieve in this next decade. Man, that was deep. And I hope that this brings some light to your eyes and your ears, wherever you're listening to this. Whatever position you are in life right now, I hope that, that God shows you the way and that you talk to him. Those nights that you can't go to sleep at night, Maybe it's just God saying, hey, man, or hey, girl, talk to me. I'm here for you. And remember, guys, this is not your final destination, just your current season. I pray that you all have an incredible safe weekend. Thank you for tuning in. We're almost at 23,000 streams globally, all the way from the Netherlands to the United States. It's truly incredible. I ask you to share this podcast with a loved one or a friend. You don't have to say it to 20 people Just say, hey, man, this Felix guy really wants us to win, really wants us to become the best version of, of, of ourselves. And uh, I hope you guys make today great. Remember, the first step's the hardest step. Once you take that first step, anything is possible. I'll see you guys in the next one.